What's going on, everybody? We're back on a hero. Uh, today it's uh, it's me and Vic, and by me I mean I mean Mel. Vic, what's going on, brother? It's been a while, yeah. We've been on a, a little extended hiatus. Extended hiatus. I mean, we we had a busy September. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's going back to work. Yeah, that you know, summer's over. That's all it was. Back back to our lives. Yeah. But you know what? We did see Venom. We did. We, we did, did see Venom. We started we started the fall with with uh with that soon to be future cult classic. <laughs> I don't know about all that, the, 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 but that's cult classic for the wrong reasons. For the not wrong, the, not, not the good reasons. My man, you and Greg gave it a seven or a six out of ten. I thought you guys were fucking high. What you guys were fucking? What did you, what movie did you see? I was expecting. It's all the same one. <laughs> I was expecting all of us to be like, "Wow, what was that bag of shit?" And then you were like. Well, uh, you could give it a six or seven. I'm like, huh? And then I go three, and then Greg looks at me like I'm fucking crazy. I'm like, bro, you gave it a seven? A seven? What do you give Spider-Man three a ten? Because Spider-Man three was better than that shit. Yeah, it was. It was. All right. All right. Let's backtrack. Let's talk about, let's be positive a little bit. What did you like of the movie? And we'll start there. Positive first. Okay. Uh, obviously, uh, Tom Tom Hardy. Obviously, obviously, Tom Hardy. He's definitely he he carry he carries the movie. It's his it's his movie through and through. Fact. You could tell he's committed to this interpretation of Eddie Brock, and no one can tell him differently. Like this, this is this is his baby. You could tell. Like this is something that. Yeah, for better or worse, that he wants to do. So I'm like, all right, cool. Everything else, though. Just... Wait, 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 wait. Let's stay on positive. Let's stay on positive. No. Other positive. All right, so, all right, so Tom Hardy, definitely. Tom Hardy. Fun. Absolutely. Great. The, uh, you know, the, the relationship with him and the Venom symbiote is, was fun. There's a lot of, like, some fun humor moments. Um, the CGI was good. Uh, that's really it, man. I'm trying. I'm digging. I'm really, I'm really reaching now. That's really it. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna meet you there. I'm gonna meet you there. Tom I'm Hardy. reaching. I'm so reaching to see anything, say anything else good, but there, there isn't much. It's just Tom Hardy's good. Yeah. It was fun to see Woody Harrelson, you know, chewing up the scenes, um, a bit, and 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 that's really it. They and it was fun, did. you know, it was fun to see, you know, Carnage on the big screen for the first right. time. The design was great. He looked good. Um, so all that, all that's fun. All that, those are like, you know, pluses. Those were like the good stuff. Everything else, I would just be lying to myself. They, well, on the positive note, uh, they completely committed. Fucking Tom Hardy and Woody Harrelson. They were, they were all in. Um, I don't know why, but they, they were all in that, all in that film. The CGI stays on point, stays on point. I really like that. Um, I mean, what else is good? Just the CGI you know and you know CGI, and and they committed to the story. Oh, and you know what else was good? I'll say this: it was very fast paced, and I like that. Yeah, it, it is, is not. It just that was another thing that I enjoyed. Like it doesn't. 
there is no slow moment. It constantly, it just moves from one set piece to the next, 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 next thing. It doesn't give you, and it's also kind of like a bad thing because it doesn't give you a chance to like take in anything. There's no room for any kind of character development. There's no room for any kind of like, uh, you know, more development on the plot. It's just basically, let's get from point A to B, C, D, E, F, all the way through the alphabet till we get to the end. And just let's just do it. Let's just do it. We know what everyone's here to see. They're not here to get a, a grand story. You right. know, they're not here for, you know, we're not doing a Nolan Batman. Right. You know, we're just trying to sell Venom toys. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, like, they're like, okay, people are just here for Venom. They're here for like wild symbiotes fighting. And that's what we're going to give them. Um, Andy Circus was just like, yeah, let's just make this fucking thing a circus. Very loud, very fast. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, kudos, uh, kudos to him. He's, he's in all, honest, in all honesty. I mean, uh, uh, um, he's doing the threequel. He's doing the, the third one. Is he? Yes, he's doing another one. He's doing the last one. I mean, this thing fucking sold, bro. It, yeah, it's making. Yeah, it's that and uh, and Shang Chi. Um, <laughs> should have watched that shit. Yeah, we should have gone see that. Yeah, let's be honest here. We should have actually seen Shang Chi. I think we would have had a much fun, more fun time and all been on more of like the same page if we had gone to see Shang-Chi. Sure. I loved Enter the Dragon in Rush Hour. I would have totally <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm Asian. I can make those books. I'm kidding. All right. So what we disliked. Oh. What we disliked. Let's. All right. Let, let me start with this. <clears throat> we both grew Oof. up with spider-man the animated series yes we both have read venom and i think venom is uh, an incredibly popular character and people they they love him and they love characters like wolverine like frank castle like lobo because they're badass mm. um venom is the complete opposite of spider-man and he is uh quote-unquote the lethal protector he fucking kills people he's jacked as shit black costume dark voice and the reason we love Carnage is because he was just complete chaos. Just a murderous symbiote that murdered everybody that had that, um, that high-pitched Joker kind of voice that was the complete opposite to that of Venom, where Venom's dark and jacked, much bigger than Carnage. Carnage was, Carnage was uh, the maniac. And that's what people love. They, people love uh, um, the, the, the opposites. They, they, they love that. They love the contrasting characters because it's fun to watch them, to watch them battle. But then what we yeah. got in this movie was this soft-ass bitch. This soft, this soft weird Venom who uh, ha- had this weird relationship with, with Eddie Brock. It was, it was a little odd. It was, just, it was, it was very different for me. He, he was like an 11-year-old kid and not... And not a lethal protector in my eyes. He seemed more just like a hungry eleven-year-old that is like begging his mom for for a Coca-Cola at like you know the fucking supermarket. Like just <laughs> whiny little bitch. Where Tom Hardy was the mom, and it was just kind of exhausting mm-hmm. for me at least. It was just like this, 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 they don't seem they don't seem uh, symbiotic. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't seem like they they get along at all. Where. Yeah. Where, you know, in the comic books and the animated series that we grew up watching, I mean, they loved each other. They, yeah, they no, they, they embrace Eddie completely embraces the uh, what the symbiote brings. 
Right. No, it brings up like that that strength, that invulnerability, the the you know just the darkness. He loves it. He loves it. He lives for it. He's all about it. Um, I did not get that at all from the first one or from this one. It was more of you know like a odd couple, Laverne and Shirley, friggin' you know sitcommy, you know will they won't they romance comedy mashup nonsense. I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like it. I thought it was so stupid. It was so Especially stupid. when he, he like separates from himself and then he goes out and jumping from body to body to body. And then he goes to that rave and I'm just like, everyone's like, oh, great costume. And no one's like, no one's just like freaked out. Freaked that out that there's this 12 foot beast of a monster, you know, standing in front of them. And everyone thinks it's like, oh, cool cosplay. And it's like, it's not that's not believable i guarantee you all of you would be running out of that you know that that club in a second right right there's and, so many things that just uh and me. i get what you're trying to sell like i get that you're trying to sell a comedy like a fun comedy um just wild movie so you, you need to have you need to have those fun elements to the character mm-hmm. i guess <clears throat> but it's it just i guess for for us it's just not what I wanted to see. No, out of Venom. no, no I mean, nowhere near what, uh, nowhere near, anywhere near what I I would wanted to see. I knew, pretty much, I knew from the trailer, it was going to be more or less the same as the first one. Like if you didn't like the first one, you weren't going to like this one. Right. And so, like, there wasn't going to be anything that could change your mind. So, Venom um, I went in not liking the first one, but also like, well, you know, I can go in with an open mind and see if I can enjoy it. Yeah. If you turn your brain off, absolutely. Yeah. If you're going in and you just want something to watch and not really invest in and not, you know, worry about what you already know, sure. Yeah. It's fun for 90 minutes. It goes by fast. You're not, you know, there are worse things to do with 90 minutes. Um, uh, but the other side, the critical side of my brain is like, why are they doing this? This is so stupid. This is dumb. You know, they're trying to sell this shit to us, and it's just... Ugh. Bro, when Carnage, <laughs> when he came together in the jail scene, and then he started killing the guards, and then everyone in the prison started cheering, question mark? I'm like, oh, nice. Carnage is going to slaughter all of them. Every, all, everybody, yeah. I was, I was That's like, what I was hoping for. I was like, okay, yes, massacre. Even if it's PG-13, I would just throw them across right. the room, you know? Right. Just, just, like, do something. That is Carnage. Ca- Carnage. <laughs> That is carnage. He just wants to kill everybody. And then what did we get? He did this weird tornado spinning around thing. Yeah, to get the warden. I'm like, oh, the fucking spin a Rooney in the fucking movie, <laughs> a tornado, and then killed the guy. I'm like, well, kill the kill everyone. And mm-hmm. then he listened to Cletus Cassidy because Cletus wanted to get wanted to marry Shriek. Or you wanted to get with Shriek. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna listen to everything you say, and then we'll. And then and then we'll go like go on a murderous rampage. It was like no carnage. You just you guys. I thought you guys love each other. Yeah, I know. I was like, what? What is this? This quid pro quo nonsense? I thought you guys were in unison. You know, you guys were as one. And then yes. like with Woody Harrelson going like, don't you like hurt her or like don't do that to her? I'm like, yeah. oh, aren't you like a mass murderer? What's, where's right. the sympathy coming from? Right. Where is this? And there was just Didn't so work. many, like, things that fell through. Carnage could have, I mean, uh, Shriek could have killed that cop, like, a million times. 
the fucking nerd dude that was marrying Venom's girl was like helping out. It was just a fucking yeah. Ve- also Venom going Venom going. Um, it's time to die. And then Tom Hardy's like, yeah, he's gonna die. And then Venom goes, no, we're gonna die. It's like, oh come on, man. Like, the uh, the uh, uh, the part where you know Cassidy breaks out shriek and. She jumps into that 69 Mustang and she automatically knows how to drive stick and just starts doing like, you know, starts drifting and spinning out and she just like drives away. I'm like, I swear, like I'm watching this and I'm sitting down and I got you on one side. I got Greg on the other. And in my mind, I'm thinking, where the fuck did she learn how to drive? <laughs> I hate you been so institutionalized much, from what we've seen in the beginning of the movie. She's been there since, you know, teenager. So it's, you know, not crazy to think that she has been there probably her whole life or does or has never set foot in a car, knows how to drive. How does she know how to drive that well? I hate you so much that that's what ticked you off. That's that pissed, that pissed me off. off so much. That, oh, she, she can drive and then you got so angry. I, got, I was like, I was enraged. I'm like, what is this? Like, I'm all for, like, some kind of semblance of disbelief in movies. Like, you know, you got to have that when you're watching anything. Um, however, like, don't play me like an idiot because I can't drive. <laughs> all right? I can't I drive. So, you. you know, I'm not going to be able to jump into a car and just speed away and do that. If That's I know, what got you, you know, mad? You know, yeah, fuck yeah. Her driving got you mad? <laughs> that got me so tired. I'm like, yo, what does she know how to drive for? She's been locked up in a cage her whole life. She has never seen the outside world. How does she know how to drive? I guarantee you they don't give her, you know, she doesn't watch TV. She doesn't play GTA. Oh my God, you know, man. they don't take her to arcades and do the, you know, the VR oh, nonsense. She just reads newspapers. Shit. There was one exec in the room that was like, hold on, Andy Circus. She can drive? And then Andy Circus was like, dude, no one's going to care. And you're the motherfucker that cares about that. I'm the one you. that cares, man. That's right. I'm the one that cares. I'm that one, I'm that one dude in like each state who sits in the theater and was like, do you know how to drive? Okay, how did she know how to drive that? How, how she did know she know how, how to do that turn? That's it. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. This, I'm, I'm done with the movie. Didn't you say like Shriek was supposed to have like a symbiote costume or something? Yeah, she does. At least in the comics now these days, she does. She's, you know, she's part of the symbiote family. So I was thinking that she would get one too, because like in the first one, there's like three different, you know, there was, you know, there was Venom, then there were like the other two that he was going against. I'm like, all right, that's cool. So we're going to get like, what, the same amount in this one, but it's only him and Carnage. I'm like, oh man, that's, so I'm a little let down because yeah, she did, she, she brought nothing to the table. Yeah. She just seemed like brought nothing to the table. It was like, and it was, it's a waste of, uh, of, of, of character. The actress, I forget her name, because I love her. She's great. Ever since like Twenty Eight Days Later, through you know her appearances in you know James Bond movies, she's been killing. Naomi Harris, that's her name. Oh, I, I was looking it up right now. Yeah, Naomi, Naomi Harris. I've, I've loved her. She's phenomenal. She's a great actress. Um, I feel she was just so wasted in this. Yeah, so wasted. That. I feel that. It's such a shame. Yeah, I like it. It is, but you know what? There'll be another one. The, the end credits scene. I feel like does make up for for the movie and what it sets up and the potential it has with that. I know a lot of people in the theater got mad, excited for it. Like, everyone's going like, oh, shit. I'm like clockwork. Greg's like, yo, yo, shut up, listen. <laughs> like, yeah. That's what I like to hear. I like people who think like that. Like, yo, shut up and listen. 
so what's going on don't cheer just yet yeah exactly that's why i could never have been in the theater watching endgame when that whole scene when everyone just shows up at the end when, like all the events like, in the theater i didn't see i saw infinity war i did not see endgame in theaters no what because by the time endgame came out i was already like i can't do this anymore <laughs> i can't what? watch all these moral movies yeah i know it sounds crazy it really does oh it sounds bummer, nuts bro i know it sounds nuts but i know but after seeing all those reaction videos if I had been in the theater when, you know, everybody, like, when you hear, you know, Falcon on your left and everyone just shows up and it's, like, huge battle and then, you know, Captain's, like, Avengers Assemble and everyone's, like, screaming, I would have been the one guy going, like, shut up! <laughs> shut up! 60? What's wrong with you? <laughs> shut up! I, mean, listen, I paid, like, $20 for this seat. I want to listen! Like, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah, I would have been that guy. I know. Uh, I definitely. Real talk. Been the old man. It was worth it to wa- to hear the crowd get hyped when Cap picked up Thor's hammer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, got watching, I, 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 I noticed the parts where people would be like screaming and going nuts. And I, I would just be there like, listen, I'm here to listen. I cheer at the end when the credits roll. <laughs> I don't want to be around you when you're 80. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> You're almost there, bro. I know, I know. I'm like, I'm telling, you, I'm weird, man. The only time I you would ever actually hear me cheering, and this is not a lie because I do it all the time, is if I go see a Rocky movie. I did it with Rocky Balboa. I did it with Creed. I did it with Creed too. If I'm sitting in that theater and I'm watching those movies, I'll be the guy going like, "Yeah, really? Get in there. Yeah, man. I swear to God, that's crazy." Yeah, when Rock tell you that when I saw I saw Rocky Balboa in theaters when it came out, oh, hell it came yeah. out that that Christmas season. I went to the theater and then when he's in the ring at the end and he's going in, I'm like, "That's right, play the music, let's do Absolutely, this." Absolutely, dude. Absolutely, bro. Rocky won. That changed my life. I'm being dead ass. Tell me, man. I watch those movies no matter what. If they if they was you know if they're doing screenings for them, I go and I watch. Bro, real, real talk. When I was losing the weight, I used to watch uh, Rocky. Before I ran, every single time, every single time I watched Rocky before I ran. Like there I, you go, yeah, bro. It, it was uh, it. It really did change my life. It is, it is one. Of, it is still. It, yeah, it still holds up. It is one of the most inspirational movies ever. It still holds up. I cannot wait to show me until she gets older. She could learn how powerful Rocky is. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Speaking of Mia, she had a great time at Comic Con. Yo, she had a blast. She had a lot of fun, man. I was happy. I was so happy. I was so happy. She loved like running around. She liked taking pictures with the Dragon Ball Z uh, yeah, crew. Yeah, yeah. It was all about the anime. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, she is her mother's daughter. So, yeah, yeah. So it's to be expected, but it's okay. It's all right. She still has time to grow up and then really learn, you know, about Batman, Superman, Spidey, the X Men. So I'll give her time. Bro, that was my first Comic Con ever. I mean, I don't, I, I work, I work Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Uh, man like i think like five six years ago i just had a booth and i was telling this to alex too like it, it, it was cool like, i got to walk the floor but i didn't i walked the floor and like i bought a couple shit but at that time i wasn't i wasn't really invested in the comic books like i wasn't really looking at who the artists were mm-hmm. who you know who uh who the writers were um i never really took that in, into consideration i would just pick up a book and i'm like oh i like this artwork but right. But now, now that I have a more appreciation for it, and by the way, like an appreciation for the culture, 
and okay. being around people being around like-minded people yeah 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 it's a good feeling which i feel is kind of bullshit how people are like and i was listening to a stand-up comedian like making fun of the make fun of comic-con people which is still funny like i have a sense of humor yeah of course but at the end of the day i mean like bro what is normal like normal to you is not normal to someone else everyone lives in their own universe yeah. and these people are fucking yeah they're crazy but they're fucking dope like we're yeah. all into the same shit they're all yeah i'm I'm telling you like there's nothing you don't there's nothing more normal at least in that setting than rummaging through lawn boxes for books and standing next to a guy and he's doing the exact same thing and then there's like there's like there's no there's an unspoken you know level of like mutual respect between you and the person next to you like you know like there's there'll always be like oh excuse me they're always they're always like polite you know they bump into your bag or you know they'll always ask hey these are books you know can you just move to the side and you're like yeah sure sure absolutely because you know we're all there looking for the same the same stuff or you know if you like if you pull out a book you know it'd be like oh man yeah you know i read that like i was doing that i was pulling that was at this one booth and i'm rummaging through like these complete sets looking for something and i pull out a uh miniseries for nightmare on Elm street like an adaptation of like it's the last movie and this guy right next to me who had just paid he's like oh man yeah i remember when that came out and i pulled it out for his friend to look at he's like yeah yeah i remember that and i'm like well yeah obviously you're older than me uh, i was just i don't know how fucking old i was when that came out but i'm a fan too right right <laughs> but yeah that, that's that, that's the thing it was it's it was fun to go after night going you know last year and then the year before it was also weird because this is the first time I went as an actual uh, paying fan. Because all every time I always go, I always go for free because I'm working with Midtown. Oh shit! Yeah, like that's how I that's how I always went. Like they they would always ask, "Hey, do you want to work the booth with us?" I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely, of course." You know, I work like half the day at the at the booth. The other half I walk the floor, or you know, I get half the time on the floor, the rest of the day I'm at the booth. That's how usually how it goes. So like, hmm? How come Midtown wasn't there? Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of questions as to why. You know, I know a lot of like shipping and like the trucking uh, was a lot of delays with like stuff coming in from overseas in terms of like product, like toys or like books. Everything's getting like there's a lot of shortages with like truck drivers. A lot of things are going on with all this thing that's going on in the world. So, I mean, maybe they just chose to sit it out. Maybe they didn't have enough staff Damn. to like what to work it and also to pay them. I feel like it, it, they would waste, not I want to say waste, but they would spend more money sure. on the setup, sure. paying the Javits Center, paying, you know, Reed Pop, getting the truck in, getting product in, then paying, you know, the people that work there, guys like me and anyone else. So, I mean, it's, I, I guess to them, it wasn't, I guess it wasn't cost effective for them to actually, to want to do it this year. Hey, you, I know. You want to say hi to Mel? Yeah. Okay. Hey. Hey, Mia. Say hi. Can you say hi? Mia, hi. Right, go back to mommy. Love you, Mia. So yeah, uh, I felt like that was the that was the reason why, like it, it, it money wise, they wanted to. And then if you go to the stores, their Times Square location, a lot, you know, their graphic novel shelves aren't as stacked as they normally are. You know, I know they're not getting a lot of restocks in. So basically, when they get their new releases in for any like graphic novels or stuff, you got to get it that day, especially if it's something you want to read. You know, 
So it's rough. It is rough. I'm hoping next year things are better. Fingers crossed. They'll be back. Their presence will be felt. Not only them, but like Marvel wasn't there. DC wasn't there. Image, Boom Studios, Oni Press. Uh, I could go on on. a lot of guys weren't there. They just weren't. I have a question yeah, with um, Midtown. Did you guys have like a good space whenever you guys went? Oh yeah, yeah. So we always had a very ideal prime spot. Pretty much when you come in through the front, yeah. More or less, you could see us. But like we're always we were always near the Funimation booth. Like you when you pass Funimation, yeah. Like we're like Funimation's in the front, maybe like a few feet away. You'll see us because we have that huge Midtown Comics banner that we have set up. So we, we stick out. We stick out like we make our presence known. You know, because we're like long boxes. Dude, not only now, what we have is we have this gigantic booth set up. We got Reggie's on one side, signing space on one side. And on the other side, we got back issues with another pair of Reggie's. And then the carpeting is filled with Six, six or eight bookshelves filled with graphic novels. Filled. Crazy filled with graphic novels. Filled with graphic novels. And yes, our booth gets packed. It gets packed with people walking around trying to get books. So we have guys always playing on the sides, keeping eyes out, out, making sure no one's taking anything, you know. But me, like that, we get. I just put just put me on the register. I'll I'll make sure the line gets you know. I'll make sure the line gets down out of there fast, you know. That was always my thing. You know, just put me on the register. I'll make the line move fast. And it's really, other, it's, it's easy. Who is that other comic book place that you said you always go to? And like, oh, for, today, uh, Forbidden Planet. No, no. The one we went to when me and you went yesterday. I mean, yeah, yesterday. You said there was one that you always go to, you and Alex. Oh, know? yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, JC. JC's uh, comics. Yeah. Are, are, yeah. Were they always a big competitor to Midtown or? I, I honestly, no, I don't know. I never heard of them before until I started going to the shows and buying from them. Every year, I would always go run, roll, go through their lawn boxes and at least buy at least one, two, maybe three books from those guys because I always have something. And it could be something that I was looking for or wasn't looking for. And I just look at them like, oh, my God, yes, I would want this. I'll, I'll pay for it. Absolutely. But where we found your copy of uncanny x-men 205 i also usually buy from them too every year because as you can see they have a huge huge supply of books long boxes filled and filled and filled broken down by titles in alphabetical order the best way they can like i remember i started remembering i want to find what's another book i'm trying to look for i'm like oh yeah akira i love akira marvel put out you know Actual, yeah, and that Marvel put out single the anime. Akira. Yeah, the anime. Like Marvel they, they had the license. No, well, they didn't make it. They just had the license to put it out through an imprint of theirs in the eighties. Oh, so what? like to to reach a, a wider, you know, wider audience. This is before oh. you know Dark Horse, and they put it out. They, I forget how many issues it is, but they they adapted the story into like single issues, and I've been buying them on and off throughout the years. So I'm like, oh wait. I should go to these guys because I'll probably have it. And sure, sure enough, boom, they have at least 10 random issues of it. 
I like they were organized too. Yeah, no, they do. They're very organized and run by like, you know, the sweetest people you can think of, yeah, you know, yeah. really friendly people. Yeah. And then I'll, but I'll, I'll also, Alex and I were talking, like, it's also really easy to steal from them. Oh, man. They don't have, they don't have people looking at you at all times. I don't know if they do, they're really well hidden. Bro. But it's like it's really easy and i'm just like and i remember alex was we were talking about it. he's like yeah I, like they've been like people have taken stuff from them before in the past and i'm just like that's it's not fair and you they know, seem like the nice. sweetest fucking people and it is it's always the dumbest people man it's always assholes who just want to try to like take things or things that they know they could probably sell and think they're worth something but yeah, it's, that's why those guys JC they don't they always have guys posted like each end. Yeah, so, you, you know, they're walking around with a, like a book. You know, they their eyes are watching. You, know? you got to people are fucking savages. But like where you got that uncanny X Men for me, yeah. I was thinking the same exact thing. I'm like nobody's fucking watching us. No one's watching. And then you said, oh yeah, why don't you go pay in the front? And I'm like, no one was watching. I could have dead ass just bounced. Yeah, yeah, that was there like. Like what? Like an hour before I was in that same spot where I found some issues I was gonna get, yeah, and like yeah. wow, nobody's around to stop, like to like to check me, or I could have walked away. But I'm like, I'm not gonna do that, I'm not an asshole. Well, yeah, it, it's a serious thing. That's why I asked the lady. I'm like, uh, should I get a receipt or something just to show that I I bought? Right, them. right, yeah, exactly. That's I, why I, whenever I buy, straight into my bag. So anything I'm carrying around with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, mm -hmm. I always put a strain in my bag because I never want to like walk into another booth and like, hey man, where'd you get those? I'm yeah. like, I bought it from over there, but there's like no receipt because you really don't. It's always like cash transactions. Yeah. I wonder why Forbidden Plant wasn't there either. Could you maybe like ask someone from Midtown like why Midtown wasn't there? I could. I could. I mean, I, uh, yeah. I still I'm still tight with the managers. I could find out. You know, like, see, what was their what was their mind thought? Like, hey, why weren't you guys there? Maybe they just didn't want to do it. Maybe just, you know, they probably didn't have enough staff to want to do it. Yeah. It's, you know, it's an, it'd be interesting to find out. But I'm hoping next year it'll be back to normal. The only, the only really good thing is that since not a lot of people were there, it was really empty, at least empty as it can be. So it was a lot easier to move around. It has I it, it has not been that easy to move around that place since like 2008, 2009. That was empty yesterday? Yeah. Well, see, no. <laughs> that Sunday, that Sunday was basically like a Saturday, which is weird that everybody wanted to come on Sunday. But took me forever to get that, down an aisle. Like each day I was there, I'm like, man, this is like like we can move around. We can move around. Like like in the past, you know, ass to elbow. Fuck. Annoying. Annoying. Like you could hardly walk. People are all over you. The, you could tell there's there's just the tension is rising. All you know, all, someone just needs to throw a chair and boom, yeah. everyone starts, you know, fighting. But bro, that's why I was like, how do you know which comic shop to go to? Because there are now there's so many fucking long boxes. There's mm -hmm. mad people all over the place. I don't see anything numbered. And I'm just like, this whole fucking place is a mess. I didn't, I didn't know where to go. But you right. and Alex, you guys are pro. We just know, man. We just know. That's We've been doing it for so long. You just know. You just, you know, it, if you don't find something at one table, you go right next to the other one. That's it. That's basically how it is. I mean, not everything is like numbered, but they just, they have, they'll have it at least their characters where they should be. Like, if you're looking for X-Men, just look under X. Right. And, and then hope to see if you find something. But yeah, that's the beauty of it. You don't find something at one table, you just go to another table. 
and get lucky there. Were the um, DC and Marvel, like, were their setups kind of like the Funimation? Yes. Oh, they had, like, crazy statues like that? Uh, kind of. More... DC in the past was more... They had, like, a big setup with, like, a table for, like, their artists to sign at. Yeah. They wouldn't have anything, like, no... They probably have maybe, like, a statue or something, or, like, they would have, like, their costumes displayed on, like, the main, like, downstairs... Like at one of the entrances for like uh for any movie that was coming out, like one year they had the costumes for Justice League or BVS. Um, I know they show off like the Aquaman costume in the past. They always had they always had like costumes like set up display. But none of not none of that, you know, for this year. And Marvel always had their their Marvel's always had a big ass presence because they would have like a stage for their artists to do signings and then they would have other stuff that's related to marvel like with the shows that were going on at the time or like anything with the cartoons image always had a really big spot because they would sell books shirts and kind of merchandise or memorabilia and also have a spot for like signings and stuff yeah were the signings downstairs or on the main floor no they'd be on the main floor with with artists and writers yeah that main show floor yeah like they would do, like, hey, we're signing at Image, you know, Tom McFarlane or such and such. That's why you know you have like long lines on the make the main floor, and right. it's also why it's hard to move. That's why it's cooler if like that kind of stuff happens in the horse alley. Were tickets cheaper this year too because of that or no? Same shit. I'd say it's about about the same. About the same shit. About the same. It might have gone up a bit. I don't think it was worth how much it was there, and in, in all honesty. Damn. Yeah. Hopefully next year is fire. I'm hoping the next year is better than this year. Like bring back all bring of back, like the three day pass and that's it. Don't sell single days. So because that's all that was always the issue. Like you sell, they would sell you, you'd buy three day, but then you get people buying single days. So you have people that also have like a three day pass, but you're also selling single day passes. So that's why you're just overselling the venue. And that's why it gets so packed. Mm. Then they try to change it to just everyone just get a single day pass so people go on the days that they want to go. But people are going to want to go all four days. Right. Right. So, I mean. That's how they get you. It's, it, it's, it's a very, dude, it's a very popular show. And each year it just gets, it, I've, I've watched it grow and grow and grow. More people just come and come and come and come. But it was good. It was really nice to go to be back this year. It felt, it felt good. Well, speaking of comics. Talk about uh, Spider-Man, bro. Oh, man. I read uh, the, uh, uh, fuck, the new, the latest issue with Ben Riley coming back. My boy. Is he done now? Like, is he back back? Yeah, he's he's back. He's back. He's been back for a while. He's been back for a while, but he hasn't been in the, the, he hasn't been in the spotlight or anything. Um, But it's it's really interesting how they're, he's around, how they're doing it. I'm like, okay. There's, Peter's not dead or anything. He's not. He's not off traveling the world or whatever. Oh, that's his thing. That's how he's he's gone. No, he is. Ben is there because some company bought up all of Peter's remaining technology that was left over from when um, Doc Ock was posing as Spidey. Right. And he, did Parker, and he did uh, Parker Industries and he just, he, you know, he copied, you know, he, uh, he trademarked a lot of like items. 
So this company Beyond bought up everything, including the name Spider-Man. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wait, wait. How does that work? Does the world know that Peter was Spidey? No, no, no. They just they just know the world is Spider-Man. That there was a Spider-Man. And they so apparently. So apparently, Auto trademarked it, and it was up for grabs, and they bought it. And now they have Ben Riley donning the costume and the name Spider-Man. And he has like all this technology. He has this billion dollar company backing him up. Wait, did be... the public know? No, 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 not yet. But he has this whole big, huge corporation behind him to basically get in the superhero business. Wow. And he, and he basically he has this conversation with Peter at like a restaurant. And it basically boils down to it was just a courtesy to let you know. But there are two Spider-Man now. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty nuts. Is the costume it's pretty too? nuts? It, it the costume is just like the way it was in the nineties, like the the the, the spider that kind of like t- overtakes the entire costume, Pops? and then the gauntlets. The gauntlets yes. are there. Yeah, they're coming yes. from the top, not from from the hand. They come right from the. The top of the ham, which is all about it. It's it's it, it was a fun read, man. It's a really fun read, and it was just I I, I really like. I mean, I like the blue hoodie and the red, um, and the red suit, and then his second suit that he had when he had a solo series that Stegman drew, um, which was just like black and red, which was it was it was a dope suit. But I, I've always been a fan of his of that spiky redesigned suit. Oh, the redesign. Oh yeah, when the the black spider takes over. Yeah, of the blue and then the, the gauntlets on the top. I've always been a fan of that when they did that in the 90s. I'm like, yo, that's such a badass costume. Oh, fire. So when they brought it back for this, I'm like, oh, yes, that's good. Bro, last time I heard of Ben Riley, he died from the Green Goblin like fucking decades ago. Yeah, yeah. There's always, there's always death, there's always rebirth. Back. But he's back. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to like what's because like, now they're moving through a. Uh, three times a month format, which they haven't done in like a long time. So you'll get Amazing Spider-Man three times a month. Like each, like each week, there'll be a new issue. Like this is a story that you could tell they're trying to just like get out there. So I mean, I know it's gonna be coming out fast. I just hope the quality is good. Bro, the last, the last, I think the how updated I am with Spidey is they retconned. Um, so I know in the comic books, some fucking writer said that Norman Osborn had a relationship with Gwen Stacy back in the day. Yeah. That's... That she had two fucking kids with yeah. Norman Osborn. And then Peter had to like, I don't know, there was something going on with them. I guess they were like, they became goblins or something, but then they completely retconned that recently. That just happened. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. said that, uh, w- w- what did they say exactly? I mean, like that they were, they were just clones. They were just they clones, were clones, right? Mm-hmm. Just clones. And then Harry Osborn's in hell, and he has some guy that looks kind of like a scorpion with a hoodie. But that's yeah, Kindred, not Kindred, 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 yeah, Kindred. Mm-hmm. Those are dead. those are both the clones. They're both the same thing. So Harry's dead. Yeah, he died in the, in the issue before when Brian Riley shows up. Yeah, yeah, he died. But it, it's a, it basically, from what I can gather of Nick Spencer's run, he tries to like, I guess. Makes sense of the one more day storyline and also 
undo a lot of the mistakes and trying to make it make sense. Yeah. You know, bringing him like having Mephisto being a, a big part of that storyline. Right. And then like saying that, you know, for all the power Norman Osborn got, he gave up Harry's soul for that. And that's why like all of the, the stuff has happened. But then Mephisto talks to like Doctor Strange and like Doctor Strange like telling him like, listen, like, why do you care so much about Parker? Like, what is he to you? Like, why do you do this to him? Why are you always messing with him? And then like Mephisto's talking about like a vision that he has where he actually succeeds and, you know, and wins, you know? Who, Peter? No, Mephisto. Oh. He has a vision that, you know, he wins. He, Avengers, everyone's laid down on the ground. Everyone's dead. But there's only one person that's alive to take him down, and it's Peter. So you see an image of Peter all costume shredded up, just like beat up, but he's still swinging towards him. Hell yeah. Like he's had that vision. Like, listen, I that's a vision. I've had this vision for years. He's the one that's gonna bring me down. So then Dark Strange is just like talking to him, like, listen, I know, I know you, I know you're full of like you're full of shit. Sometimes you like to like do a little, you know, you're not telling the whole truth. Like it can't be just Parker you're scared of, you know. So then, like they show the same panel again, but it's not Parker who's swinging towards him; it's his daughter. It's afraid of the offspring of him. Oh, that's sick! Yeah. Wait, what comic so, is that? I want to write that down. That's uh the one that I, I, that I picked up for T. Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Fuck! I'm gonna cop it. Yeah. Yo, that's it's sick. It. Yeah. It's a, it, it's it's and it also confirms that they're bringing back. Uh, hopefully, eventually they'll bring that. They'll bring May Parker, Mayday Parker, the Spider Girl, because she's like a fan favorite character because she hasn't been around in forever. Oh wait, okay, Mary Jane's daughter. Mary Jane Peter's daughter. Yeah, like they the, like years ago there was a Amazing Spider Girl series and that was her, but they canceled the series. They did the whole Mephisto thing where her and Mary, him and Mary Jane were never together, so they never had a daughter. Now that they're together again, she can come back, and that's who like that's you know that's what the thing is. And Mephisto is always afraid that they'll get together, and then you know she'll be born, and she's the one that's gonna stand up and like save the day. So I'm reading this, and I'm like, oh my god, I love comic books, yes. just like that. and it's just just moments like that, like oh, this is why I read this stuff. This is why I read this stuff for moments like this. For moments like that, man. And like, that's so funny because I'll never forget this, but there was, I forgot what book I was reading. It was probably New Avengers and Captain, and by the way, this wasn't the first time, but Captain America and other people have said this, but he told Peter, like, you are the greatest superhero in the world just because of like, and there's one of my favorite panels is in Avengers versus X-Men. I know I've talked about this many fucking times. I know it's annoying, but one of my favorite fucking panels is in Avengers versus X-Men, Colossus and uh, his sister, they're, they're possessed with the Phoenix Force and they trap the they trap the X-Men. Oh, no, they trap the Avengers, including Wolverine. Everyone's trapped. Uh, it, they they booby trap them. So they need to get out of there. And then fucking Peter, who has no fucking shot against the Phoenix Force, two of these motherfuckers, he was like, you guys get the fuck out of here. And Peter swings and takes on Colossus and his sister by himself. And he's like, let's go. He gets decked right in the face by Colossus. They beat the shit out of him. But just, it almost made me cry. Like, just, Peter, just I don't know why that, that like, 
that like kicked like kicks my ass i don't know why <laughs> but like when people sacrifice themselves like an iron giant that made me cry oh, i just course. love that shit it's just like like bro like you're clearly gonna lose and you do it anyway it's just yeah, it's just it's just it's a it's a trope but that never fails oh, man it never it never fails it never fails Time and time again, they'll do that, and it'll, it'll get the same reaction. I swear, it'll get the same reaction from me. And I love that Peter's daughter is, like, the hero yeah. at the end. I love that. I'm telling you, that, 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 that has, that's going to please a lot of, like, fans. Because, like, I know that's one thing they keep asking. is like, you'll bring back, bring back Spider-Girl. Bring back Spider-Girl. People want that, that, that book back. So oh, if, if this is one step closer to that, yeah, bring it on. Fuck, I gotta buy that fucking book. It's good. Yeah, it was a fun read, man. It's yeah, it's there. I picked up that. Uh few of DC books. Dark Ages 2 finally came out. So I, I read that. That, that was a fun one. I that is a fun up. one. That was a really good one. I'm like, we'll can't talk about we'll it because I know Because I know you're reading the, the same one, so I'll let you read it and then we'll definitely dive the in because there's a, a lot happens and I'm like, yeah, Mel's gotta read this. Bro, Batman Urban Legends. Uh, you know, the last issue that came out had that Batman Beyond storyline. Terry McGinnis, man. Terry McGinnis is the man. Probably the best. He's the dopest. Probably the best Batman Beyond I've I've read. And you know, that's I'll be I'll be honest. It's not something I read a lot of. Yeah. There's been multiple series. I never really touched it. I read this one. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Wow. The perfect ending. And a great setup for that the series that's coming out. Perfect yeah. setup. Not so, to mention, like, yo, he's gonna figure out who killed his mentor. Well, I mean, he does figure it out, but it's like, yo, that's that the conversation that he has with him throughout the whole issue, and he lets him know that he is like the better Batman. Better like, Batman. What? Oh, what? Man. What? That killed me. Anyone who watched the show, anyone who watched Batman Beyond growing up, like, and reads that, needs to pick that up. Needs there's no way you don't get choked up reading that. There's no way you don't get choked up. I don't care like, who you are. Bruce goes, I thought vengeance and fear was the way, but it wasn't. Yeah. And by the way, there are a lot of similarities between Terry McGinnis and Peter Parker. There are a lot, a, a mm. lot of, a lot of similarities. So I, I totally get that. But when Bruce said that, and that was his dying words. You're the better Batman. I'm like, I'm gonna watch Return of the Joker again. I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna watch Return of the Joker again. Just bring back Batman Beyond. You know, legit, bro. Bring, bring that show back. You bring back Batman the animated series. Bring back Batman Beyond. Bring it all back. Alex told me that Terry has a sister though, and he's she's gonna be the next Batman Beyond. That's what Alex told me. He know. would know more if he's reading. If he's been reading it, he would know more because I. Because I, I haven't read this <clears throat> book. I haven't touched it. I hope not. <clears throat> Keep Terry. <clears throat> Seriously. Don't do it. All right. The last thing I wanted to talk about. Absolutely. Is um, probably the, the series that I get hyped for more than anything right now. And it takes forever to come out. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin. That is a incredibly tough book. In the last issue, we saw Donatello and we saw uh, Splinter die. Um, you know, what's funny. When I first read it, so, I mean, they, they died because they got ambushed. I think they go to Japan 
yeah trying to make amends with one of their enemies and team mm-hmm. up and then it was essentially betrayal and they got ambushed and splinter which i didn't know how i felt about it the first time i read it okay. but i completely get it now donatello was like dude let's go but but how the bad guy was like yeah just like how your sons are dead splinter Oof. was like nah he was like nah i'm not taking that and splinter was the one who went all Raphael. Yeah, that's right. You went all Raphael. Yeah. He was like, fuck this. I'm going to fuck you guys up. And then they died with arrows in them, which fucking hurt. That was tough. That I was mean, a tough one. That was a tough one. I mean, was I, was, just, I was expecting, when I was reading, I guess I was expecting something something different, something like more, more graphic or more grand. But I'm like. Me too. To, for them to go down like that, I'm like, okay, that kind of let, that makes sense. You know, they they go they went down fighting. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And just this, this series is just it's just so good. It and really it went is. it went completely in line because I I was trying to think like I know Donatello's death is gonna hit me because how Michelangelo is gonna react. Right. But they all really did stay true to each character on on their deaths with Raphael going out. You know, live by the sword, die by the sword. Right. He, you know, he he died because he went berserk, which I found was beautiful. Leonardo went out like a true leader, got everyone out. Him and Casey mm-hmm. Jones, he went out like the, the leader that he was. And Donatello just stuck by his father. Donatello, he's the smart one. He was like, no, let's go. But Splinter was just like, these are my kids. You can't talk shit about my kids like that. And Splinter took that whole army and Donatello was right with him. And I was like, fuck, dude. God damn it. I'm like, the it only was, thing was true. The only gripe I might have is that this book doesn't come out fast enough. Yeah, I know. They're really stretching it. It doesn't come out. Like I, I get it. It's by it's probably it's you know by a bi-monthly series. So it comes out like maybe every two months. But even then, it's like whew. Uh, the weight is like ridiculous. The weight is ridiculous. Um, I'm glad that we got all the deaths through. Yeah, now let's like let's move forward and let's that. get let's let's get some vengeance. Yeah, let's, let's see some vengeance. I want to see some vengeance. I want to see Mikey fight along uh, Casey's daughter more. Yeah, because now like now that he's like full on legit training her, I'm like, oh man, this is gonna be great. And then she has the mutagen in her. I was gonna, say, like, that. What? I was gonna say that. She got mutagen in her. This is going to be great because she could truly, like, she could fight on his level. Yes. Yes. I want to see Mikey use all of their weapons, kind of, yes. and it kind of works a little bit, but in the end, he uses the nunchucks. I want to see yes. that. Yes. He goes out with the nunchucks. And he walks wow. around with with them all on him. Like, he has, yes. you know, he has Leo's sword and Downey's staff. And he has Raph's thighs. You know, he has them all with him. And I, just, I love that he still carries, like, he carries his brother with him, his brothers with him. He has Leo's broken sword on him, which I found awesome. Yeah. It's broken, but he still carries it and he still uses it. He killed a couple of robots. I definitely, I would love to see the back to the back to back of him and Casey just going at it against like the the robotic full clan and, you know, Shirai's son and, you know, grandson of the shredder, just like, give me a robotic shredder at this point now. (laughs) Give me that. And give me uh give me Casey Jones' daughter with the mask, like some kind of oh man, just to give they find it in the rubble or something. Yeah, 
just homage to the dad or something like where april is like i found this in the rubble like this is yours yes I want to have it something yes like yes exactly like they find it like or like it's broken but they like kind of like re, like re- restore it or you know she wears it and she does the whole gungala you know she runs in like yes. like her dad yes you know, stuff like that so something like that any 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 little tie to the original you know would make me happy but i i really have nothing bad to say about this series like from each issue that i've been reading it's been like it's been great it's been emotional it's been fun it's like it hits on all levels it really touches the fan like if you're reading the tmnt for all these years like it, it, it awakens something in you it's like yo i love tmnt i love teenage mutant ninja turtles yeah. and this series is like it, it really it makes sense yes you know it feels like you know if you have been reading from since 84 till now it's like yo if this is to be like the last story yeah. that eastman would have written like yeah go out in a blaze of glory Let, yeah. let's let's see what you have lined up do you think Mikey's gonna die? Probably, like these kind of stories. That's the only way it can end. Let's be real here. That's the only way it can it, it can go down. I think you're right. And then it's a little messed up, but I think you're right. I think well, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he just maybe the mutant gen just won't let him, and he grows and he like lives for years and years and years and just keeps, you know, just keeps on living. Okay. Okay. Or, or like, or, tra- or or lives to be old like Splinter. You know what I mean? I was literally gonna say that. I was gonna say it could be him joining his brothers at the end, which would probably kill me. Yeah. Or it's gonna be him being the next Splinter, basically. I could see that. Yeah. I could totally see him. One or the other, honestly. When One or the other. But I would like to see him more to be Splinter. When is it supposed to come out? Like December. The next one. Probably yeah. Probably December. Probably. So the, this one just came out like two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. I would say maybe December. Yeah. I can't wait. I know. That's a long time, but there'll be other stuff in between then. Then and from now to then, they'll be like, oh, wow, this is good, too. Awesome, bro. Yeah, well, dude. Let's, um, let's uh, call it here. I, I was going to say, me and you, we should uh, do a comic class sometime soon. Yeah, yeah, man. We'll be doing ages. Yeah, Dark Ages. We'll do it later this week. I know X-Men. after this, stop by the store. Get this. There's definitely some new stuff coming out this week. Down, they'll be like, gonna have to talk about this. And also, when I, I want to hear you talk about Terminator versus RoboCop. Funny you should mention that. I was rereading it today while while Mia was eating. I was flipping through. I want to hear you talk about it. I started rereading it. And I'm like, oh wow, I forgot a lot about this story. <laughs> Oh, I need forgot to a lot about this story. And at the same time, like, oh my God. This is, some good, this is some damn good fan fiction. This is some damn good shit. Bro, Frank Miller. The way it, it's it I, I after the first few pages, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm sold. All right, I can believe that this <laughs> is the reason why. Okay, yeah, I get it. It works. It's Frank I'm fucking down. Miller. I'm down. I totally, I totally believe that Terminator and RoboCop could exist in the same universe. Okay, I'm fine. Like that. Like, all right, yeah, it works. Yeah, I'm about it. Yeah, dude, I'll, I'll read all four, and then I'll be ready for that comic class. Because, like, I know it's just as I'm reading, I'm like, oh man, I forgot a lot about this book. 
been a really long time since I've read it. And I'll talk about, um, I picked up Uncanny X-Men, the 205. Yeah, yeah. That was really cool. I want to talk about that. And I got to, I got to still read that, um, the other X-Men story that I copped with Wolverine on the cross. Yeah, 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 man. That's a classic storyline. Gonna have to get the rest of that one. I guarantee it. Oh, it's not just one book? No. Fuck. Nah. I Probably not. A story I'll figure out how many it, it, it takes uh, takes up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to look it up. All right, bro. Yeah. Always a fucking pleasure, bro. As always, yes. It's good to be back. It's good to have our, our have our, give our listeners something to listen to. Hopefully yeah. we get the, big, the whole crew back in a week's time, in a few weeks' time. Everyone's doing their own thing right now. But uh, Yeah, Greg's been dying to get back on. And T, yeah, no. he hasn't been on for a minute. No, no, no. Yes, yeah. Yeah, well, he's having a baby, so I get it. Yeah. yeah shout out to T and his baby. Yeah, we miss you guys. <laughs> All right, Vic. Thank Take you, care, brother. Time, brother. I'll talk to you. Later.